0: board the battleship retention I am Tyler Smith I am David Bax and thank you for listening David yeah how you doing
1: uh i'm uh, doing doing pretty well uh actually um uh, trying try to be honest with these uh things mm-hmm. uh, lately i'm in uh, uh i'm uh, i mean i'm in a good uh, good place exercising a lot lately getting a lot of good. exercise 10 000 to 12000 steps a day plus uh uh i'm um, i'm am, I am probably in the best shape right now that I have been as an adult. Okay, there we go. <laughs> um, which is I still have like room to grow. I still, you know, I still uh, uh drink too much beer and I've got a little paunch and everything, but um uh feeling feeling good. And Do you uh, lift? Um, not a lot, but yes, I, I mean, I, I, nice. I'm, not, I'm not, trying to like bench like 500 or whatever, but yeah, I'm, that's, I'm, I'm doing strength training, uh, and core training.
0: Um, the next time I see you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check those guns and, no, uh, I got
1: to, yeah, I got them to, to, to show off. They're uh, fully loaded. <laughs> 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 um, but I also, uh, here's how far down this has been like, it, uh, people have, uh, you know, it's been a year of pandemic and quarantine mm-hmm. and everything. People have taken on different, uh, 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 projects apparently, w- wellness is. W- I- I'm still like you know, occasionally uh, eating an entire pizza uh, <laughs> at once. But like, not only am I eating like I'm on like the Mediterranean quote unquote Mediterranean diet, you know, cooking f- cooking for myself, making like uh healthy, you know, um, uh, uh, protein rich, you know good fat type of foods um, and and working out. I'm also doing mindfulness meditation every day. I have meditated at least 10 minutes a day, every day for the last
0: 124 days, according to my app that I use. Do you feel like Um, it has uh, made a difference or do you feel like it's just kind of kept you on an even keel?
1: No, it's definitely made a difference in, in how I react to my own, emotions Uh, um but uh yeah i'm not going to plug any one app but um uh, uh i will say the thing that back when i was in therapy that my therapist spent three years trying to get me to do mindfulness meditation here's what it took okay here's what it took is that i another thing i did during the pandemic i signed up for a uh quarterly uh box of fun stuff from gq oh um and they sent me like a three-month trial period of this of this app so that's that's apparently what my therapist couldn't do was just pay for my first three months there you go and then i would have done it but i've clearly i've surpassed three months and i'm i'm into it uh that's not where i meant to go with this but uh you were talking on the patreon this week uh, uh about your uh positive mental health and maybe this Mm -hmm. is just the week we shine a light on when there's so many bad things going on in the world with with uh with multiple mass shootings speaking of which by the way um our book is available and if you buy our book what day is this uh, episode going up uh okay you've still got time um if you buy our book uh uh battleship retention presents the 101 best movies of the 2010s if you buy it in march we will donate the proceeds uh, the entire proceeds um not the shipping charge that goes to shipping we can't uh help that but the entire proceeds cost of the book we donated to asian americans of asian americans advancing justice atlanta so uh buy the book uh this is the best time to do it it's a book we stand by and it goes to a good cause uh yeah. right now so i wanted to mention that and then i also want to tell you about tweaked Tweak.io.com is where you go for professional quality earbuds in a variety of stylish styles and colorful colors they look great they sound great tyler and i use them each and every day of our lives um today i was listening to uh, a new ep by a band uh, i want to say they're german um a screamo band called letter bombs um and yeah i could uh, i've actually been yeah, I talk about going on these long walks every morning, spend a lot of time listening to music and thinking about music while I'm doing it. Sure. I have so many thoughts that <laughs> would take me the whole episode to to to, to uh, run down all my opinions on the changing place of emo music in our pop culture and my changing attitudes toward it. But uh, I, I won't do that. Uh, here. I've just been listening to a lot more emo type stuff lately, but I will say I I single out the Letter Bombs because their EP has maybe the most emo title I can imagine. It's called Burn This Poem After Reading. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. Sounded great on my TweakedAudio.com earbuds that are available at a low, low price at TweakedAudio.com, but if you use the offer code pretension at checkout, you get one third off that low, low price and no shipping charges. So please go to TweakedAudio.com and use the offer code pretension.
2: Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.
1: Tyler? Yes. We have a guest uh, for an episode that I'm very, very excited about. Um, uh, I'm hoping uh, that the, we are essentially kicking off our wrap up of 2020. We always peg our wrap up episodes to the Oscars. That's why we're doing it so much later Mm -hmm. uh, than than usual. But this is from now through the Oscars, all our main... uh uh, numbered episodes will be about the movies of the year 2020 and this is a new one we've never done before i'm hoping that uh it's something we can add to the rotation in in the future because uh and i haven't i'll I'll introduce in a minute our guest is someone um uh, a friend of mine that i uh and a friend of the show but we'll get to that uh that i talk to uh regularly and every year he texts me like what are the best needle drops of movies this year, meaning the best uses of sort of existing popular songs in, in a movie. And as you and I have talked, Tyler, you, when you podcast for long enough, any conversation that could be a podcast, you start going, "Well, why isn't this a podcast?"
0: Yeah. So I in, like, every every thought you have eventually, yeah. it's like, "Why am I not expressing this to strangers?"
1: Yeah. Um, uh, uh, and then if you watch a movie or a TV show that you're not planning on. Talking about the podcast, it feels like you're slacking off. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is um, uh, the 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 friend uh, who uh, of me and the friend of the show who's back. He's been on the show once years ago. Uh, I don't think you were there, Tyler. I think it was me um, uh, and Jason Eakin. Uh, oh yes, and, and 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 this person. But he also uh, for a long time used to do a podcast with me called Previously On. I. We'll ask him if he knows where all those episodes are. Please welcome back to the show, Sean Ingram.
2: Hello, hello. Hi. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm
1: good. Yeah, thanks for coming. Do you have Do you have the previous on episodes? I do. Okay.
0: Good.
2: Yes. As far as I know, they're scrubbed from the internet, but I yeah. have them on a hard drive. That's uh, good,
0: because you guys said a lot of racist stuff on that show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I did once, uh, a listener did once ask me, and I never, don't think I ever got back to him, this was years ago, so if you're listening, I hope you were still listening, Um, if I could get him our, like, was it like a six-hour Sopranos uh,
2: retrospective we did? I have those if he still wants them.
1: Yeah. Reach out to us again, because now that I know where they are, I can get them uh, to, but yeah, previously on was a show that we did about
2: uh, television. Yeah. Um, Sopranos. Great show for needle drops. Oh my, For
1: sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, what's the one, what, what do you, uh, what do you think of as the great needle drop, uh, great needle drops of the Sopranos?
2: My personal favorite is evidently chicken town by John Cooper Clark.
1: Yeah. That's Christopher's marriage.
2: Yeah. No, uh, wedding. Christopher's, uh, the baptism. Oh, it's a
1: christening. Oh yeah. That's yeah, right. Okay. That's it yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I'm trying to think what's the, um, uh, is it Well, in white, in white caps, what does he blast from the boat to, to bug the, the neighbor? It's like a oh, Dean, Martin, uh, some Dean
2: Martin live thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I forget the song. Yeah.
0: But we hear it over and over again, over and over. Yeah. yeah. The one that I think of is, I believe it's the end of season five when tony is uh emerging uh in the i think in the snow uh to their backyard and it's that uh, van morrison song glad tidings and yeah. i remember that really stuck with uh, stayed with me i like that one a lot
2: that's a really good one
1: um but yeah we're not here to talk about the best uh <laughs> needle drops of the sopranos um we're 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 here to talk about the best needle drops of of 2020 but first let's I, it's been i'm trying to think when that i want to say that it was like 2013 when you were on with
2: Jason it it ha- i think it had to be earlier because i remember we spoke a bit about zombie land and we felt hesitant to spoil bill oh, murray's so, appearance in that movie
1: wow. oh it must have been even that, earlier than that was
2: over a decade ago right
1: yeah and it was uh, this is weird because it was I don't know where you why you weren't on the episode Tyler but it was at okay. your apartment it was yeah I, your apartment I on uh, I guess we can say now where you lived three places ago on Whitset. yeah uh, maybe I was traveling yeah but uh, so it was me Jason and 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 Sean and that was where I. Talk about embarrassing things, uh not uh thankfully not racist things, but very embarrassing okay. things committed to uh uh internet um memory now is me learning as a grown adult that uh, uh about the word segue. That I, I said I said sieg because that's how I mm. I'd always read it. And I said it and, and Sean and Jason were like, oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> And I you learned thought, on, on the air that like, oh, that word segue that people use, that's that other word that I'm yeah. familiar with from reading. So you
2: were aware of Segway. I, I I vaguely recall this. You were aware of the word segue, but you thought it was something else.
1: I guess so. I never put two and two two and two together. I'd heard people say segue, and I had read S E G U E. Right. And in my head I just always said, You know what? You're C. not
2: the only one. I've I've heard I've heard other people do that. So, that yeah, is frustrating
0: spelling i will say yeah. for that word
1: um i mean i i still have this problem because i um uh i re- I, I refuse other than like watching election results maybe i refuse to watch news because uh, yeah. I, uh i'm a snob about that and so i read news and but the downside of that is there are very sure. famous politicians and stuff that I actually don't know how to say their names. Cause I've only, uh, only read it. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad that I, uh, I was referring to the, uh, Republican uh, donors as the Koch brothers for so long because I knew, oh. I knew who Ed Koch, <laughs> like Ed Koch was. Koch, yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, okay, it must be like that. Uh, but um, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's not that's not the point. We're 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 off off topic. Uh, Sean, how are you? How are you, How have you been in the past decade
0: plus?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's been great. Things <laughs> are finally looking up.
0: Oh, good. I know you were on the fence there like five years ago, but uh, yeah. I'm glad it's all turning learned. around now. There you go. It's all <laughs> happening.
2: <laughs> no, um, things are good. You know, I, I'm I'm off the podcast circuit, obviously, but uh, I'm doing well. You know this, but
1: uh, yes, yeah. Um, uh, um, speaking of, yeah, we've known you. I've known you for so long at this point. Um, we well, speaking of the Sopranos. I met you at it all comes back your with me because I was friends with your Sopranos. roommate, yeah, at the time.
2: And co so coworkers you, at that point, or just um, no, I'm, I wasn't
1: co workers okay. with him uh, yet. Uh, but uh, yeah, you guys hosted a Sopranos finale viewing party, and that's where cool. you and I met. So that was what 2007? That's right, yeah yeah um and um i should say to the listeners who don't know i met my wife through sean sean went Mm. to high school with You're welcome well yeah we're with natalie uh and natalie and i were just talking just last night actually about your old apartment on hayworth in west hollywood because she was like oh right the only thing she, she only went there like once for a party you guys had and she lost her phone and i was like how long ago was that and she was like well it was a flip phone so that was how (laughs) that was how long ago it was uh but anyway uh we're not uh here to talk about this uh you're a big music fan Uh, the things that you and i talk about more, more more often than not are are music related uh that's why we're doing this topic but what uh what are you listening to lately any, any recommendations have you heard this band ban letter
2: bombs uh no but i looked them up while you were talking i guess they're from finland actually
1: oh finland okay
2: yeah no i i i uh i hadn't heard them but our our mutual friend um ryan right uh, is a big fan of emo stuff so i bet he's heard them
1: yeah have you heard um the uh Speaking of emo EPs from this year, the Arms Length EP. No, oh, that's maybe my favorite EP of the year so far, and I'm I'm stunned at myself because I would have if you went back to like when Screamo was like new when I was like in high school. I like I looked down on it so much um, as as being like uh, uh, essentially just like glorified mall mall punk, um, and and now uh, I. I I don't know how I've become in my late thirties. I've become more emo than I was as a teenager.
0: <laughs> well, you I, I can vouch for that. That's definitely true. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you weren't talking about, I forget how you worded it. It's something about reacting to your own emo- emotions. So maybe yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that has something to do with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm more in touch it's healthy i listen to emo because i'm mentally healthy that's that's what you think of when someone's really into emo yeah. you think yes. uh that person's got it together
2: i think he's in touch with his own emotions i think i think maybe the best way to phrase
0: it is that david you're in touch with more emotions than anger uh i think you had a pretty good handle on that one for a long time but uh now you realize oh there's a whole spectrum that's fun
1: uh all right well let's get into it shall we indeed uh uh, we've decided our we're 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 doing we're doing five needle drops from uh 2020 uh i'm saying each but we haven't run ours by each other so there might be some overlap um uh we're not doing these in alphabetical or or sorry and we're not ranking these is what i'm saying uh i'm doing mine in alphabetical order by um by movie title but uh we're just going to each go around to you know do five, do one at a time. Um, Sean, as the guest, do you want to start?
2: Uh, sure. Why not? Um, I'll go alphabetical as well. Stick with that. Um, my first pick is Sissy Strut by the meters in another round. And I don't know if – I know David's seen it. Yeah,
0: I, I have not seen it. There's a good chance any movie that you mention, I probably will have not seen, because okay. uh, ex- uh, I've been busy with with uh, kids. But uh, but yeah, I've heard good things about another round.
2: Okay, yeah, really like the movie. Um, uh, if Dave needs a reminder or the listeners, uh, yeah, yeah, um, set the scene. So assuming you know, well, okay. So the basic premise is is this group of uh, childhood friends and uh, decide to start drinking during the day uh, to
1: maintain a certain, yeah, to maintain alcohol. a certain
2: level of, of blood alcohol, um, during the day and see like what it does to their lives. If they, you know, see how it goes. Um, and then, you know, things, I won't get into the plot details, yeah but, um, what I like about this needle drop, uh, first of all, and this is kind of a running thing with my picks. Um, it's a literal needle drop. Uh, they're playing okay, the record. Yes. In, I know in, this. Uh, I, know, I remember
1: the scene now. Yeah.
2: One of the guy's apartments. Yeah. But, uh, basically this arrives at the point in the movie where they decide, I think one of the, I think the term used by one of the characters is total oblivion. <laughs> he says like, let's get, let's just go to the limit, you know, just, <laughs> basically get wasted every day because they you know they've been they've been they start low and they start pushing it and you know things escalate um but what i like about it is uh it's a super super fun song i mean you've probably heard it even if you don't know the title but it's a really fun song and it's a really fun scene and it's fun to watch these guys uh you know drink together but at the same time it's kind of like it's sort of weaponized against you because it's like no this is a terrible terrible idea this is not this is not a fun decision yeah. Uh,
1: I mean you mentioned you you said a part it's a guy's home that where he lives with his wife and child and, and you know children, that they're yeah. you know that they're coming back at some point <laughs> right, <exactly. laughs> That's in the back of your head. Uh yeah the whole time. But yeah, but it's a it's a it's a it's a ton of fun. It's a it has this sort of montage uh feel um mm-hmm. and I like uh what's the co- like there's a cocktail they keep drinking. I can't remember what they It's
2: just old fashions.
1: Okay, yeah, cuz they're like cutting orange yeah, they're cutting like, orange
2: peels and orange peels peels and yeah. sugar cubes. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I like I like the um, the juxtaposition of the like fun nature of the song and the what you're watching, but sort of in the back of your mind, you you I don't know you feel unease about the whole thing.
1: Um, great pick, my uh, I'll go next. Is that okay with okay. Tyler? Sure. Um, my, my first one is also a drinking movie uh from the documentary bloody nose empty pockets which is a movie there's a jukebox playing so there's a plenty that i could pick but i decided to pick a, a, a joyous scene in the, in the documentary where um it's the last night of the, if you haven't seen the movie it's the last uh, or at least the premise it's the, la- it's the last night of this bar is going to be open these are all the regulars and uh, in the middle of the night they they light a bunch of uh, sparklers and then run out to the, the, the bars parking lot and like standing on top of cars and, and spinning uh, sparklers uh, around. And the, the song that's playing car about juxtaposition, the song that's playing on the jukebox is damn. I wish I was your lover by Sophie B Hawkins, um, which is a, it's a, it's a, it's a jam. It's a, it's a groove. It has nothing to do with what's going on at that, at that moment. Um, but that's just sort of—I I think that's part of what the movie captures—is—is is that that bar feel like? Um, there's a jukebox and songs come on, and they don't have one anything to do with one another or necessarily. Uh, is someone someone picked it, maybe 45, 50 minutes ago, and it's and it and it's coming on uh, now. But it is uh, the songs that you know the, this this corny early two thousands was it early two thousands uh, pop like uh, hit. Uh, um, uh and there and there's something i think kind of uh beautiful about and and poetic about like this this moment isn't is uh kind of there's a there's a cheapness and a sadness to like uh, this dive bar is closing down. These people are not like, uh, you know, they're dive bar regulars. They're, they're not exactly uh, pillars of society or whatever. They've got cheap sparklers. Like there's a, there's a chintiness to the whole thing. And yet the emotion of it is very real. And I feel like that kind of disposable pop song uh, is a, is a perfect pairing to that. There's a, there's an, an elation and also um, uh, a cheesiness at, at the same time.
2: Yeah. I, I, I love that movie and um, there's great music throughout. I, there's a Gucci man song at some point uh, okay. that I liked. And um, I sort of, we're kind of, we're allowed at this point to talk about the, nature of that movie The production right?
1: yeah yeah
2: i sort of wonder how curated that soundtrack actually is i mean ostensibly it's a jukebox but at the same time this is not a documentary documentary you know what i mean yeah for
1: people who don't know so it's it's it, the movie was made as far as the actual minute but i mean like the actual production of capturing the images it was made like a documentary but it was the entire premise is set up. The, the premise of the movie is false. That this bar in Las Vegas is 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 open for the last night. The bar uh, is actually in Algiers, just uh, across the river from New Orleans and Louisiana. It's still open. You, I mean, knowing Louisiana, you could probably go there now. <laughs> um, uh, the people were a sort of variety of actual like bar regulars and uh and cast but there was no there's no script there's no dialogue they just like put these people in the bar and said here's what's happening in this scene yeah just 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 go they're not, they right. they're,
2: they're not actors necessarily right yeah they're-
1: although the the main uh michael i think um uh no. the 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 if there's a main character the main guy um actually has acted and uh, um uh is a right. local actor in new orleans but um Uh, as far as the music i actually read about like they um for licensing reasons a lot of the time they would turn the jukebox off just to shoot conversations for a while and put music on it afterwards because they can't like they couldn't afford to license all of these songs so it is curated but over the course of the day as these people are they're really getting drunk like the, (laughs) the alcohol is not fake they're really getting drunk and they're really like bar types they would start getting like angry like put on some fucking music. It's yeah. <laughs> so every once in a while they'd have to like, like a release valve. They'd have to have to play a song, uh, uh, to keep the, the drunks, uh, uh, mollified. <laughs>
0: uh, all right, Tyler. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying to think like what order to, to put these in. Um, a lot of mine are very obvious. I've seen them on like other lists as well. Um, but, uh, But yeah, I like, it takes a lot because I, I mean, I, I like, I like music. I have uh, the, the bands I like and the music I like and and when a song is used well, I will take note of it. Um, But it's also, there are just, if I'm familiar with a song that usually helps. And because I'm, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm quite as well-rounded as you guys, as far as um, uh, music that I'm aware of. So it's pretty, so a topic like this is, is pretty rough for me. Uh, but I'll, and I'll give, I'll, I'll give the first example, uh, of a, of a song that, that I knew previously and, uh, it's playing in the reality of, of the movie the movie is Minari and, uh, the song. So they go to visit a, uh, it takes place, the film takes place in the eighties and they go to visit a church in Arkansas. And, uh, afterwards they, uh, there's like a little potluck dinner and, uh, playing just in the background, you know, cause the church has some music playing is, uh, Michael W. Smith's, uh, friends are friends forever. Uh, and, I love I love some uh, Christian adult contemporary. Well, that's, uh, I don't, yeah. I, don't <laughs> I don't care for the song.
1: Uh, I don't know the specific song, but I do know Michael W. Smith and I did work a concert, a Michael W. Smith concert oh. at the uh, six, the amphitheater at Six Flags St. Louis. I had, I had a summer job working concerts and I worked a
0: Michael W. Smith concert. So I know it the- is entirely possible that you heard him play this song. It is a big song in, uh, for, in, in, it came out in 1983, uh, but it, it also, I think, was covered by uh, different bands. And I remember, like, you know, being part of, uh, you know, a youth group and stuff. And uh, anytime, anytime, like uh, somebody wanted, like, one of the fellow kids wanted to like sing a song for a competition, like a Christian competition, like that. This one was heavily in the mix, so I was very familiar with it. And you know, it's one of those things where it's just like, you know. The inclusion of this song leads me to believe that Lee Isaac Chung probably did go to church when he was younger, because it's it's a fairly well-known song. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, not merely the time period, but also just, yes, this the church as portrayed in Minari, I absolutely believe that this song would be playing in the background uh, because it was, it was kind of a new song at the time and a very popular one. So, uh, again, I don't necessarily like the song, but... This song playing helped sell the reality. Not that it, not that I really needed it. I mean, it's Minari is not like a high concept film, but uh, it helps sell the reality of this church, which is something that does tend to tend to get to me. Like there's, I've seen churches and and like certain types of Christians portrayed on screen. I'm like, I don't think that person has ever gone to church, uh, and then yeah, I see this. I'm like, this guy has gone to church. Uh, Because he's aware of this mostly mediocre song. Uh,
2: Like smoking in movies, you could always tell. You
1: can always tell. Oh sure, doesn't doesn't smoke. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, All right, Sean, you're up. Uh, Okay, Uh, my next pick is from Emma with one M Uh, uh, by Pablo Lorraine. Yeah, I think it's a 2019 movie. By your estimation, David?
1: Well, I I saw it uh, in Toronto. Uh, at the Toronto International Film Festival in in
2: 2019. Okay, great. So, tell me if you remember <laughs> uh, the song. The song is uh, "Real" by Estado Unido, um, and it's um, it's a dance montage. Basically, uh, for those who don't know, uh, the movie kind of revolves around this character Emma, who is a member of this this dance troupe, and then her husband semi-estrange husband um i don't recall his name gaston or something uh is is the is the teacher of said dance troupe anyway things go from there but it's uh yeah it's basically just it's sort of in the midpoint of the movie and it's like it's uh it's kind of like a music video it's like them dancing around to the song um intercut with you know it's like her getting her hair bleached and her uh, spoiler using the flamethrower on shit. Right. Um, and it's just really, I, I don't even particularly like Tyler's last pick. I don't particularly care for the song that much. I mean, it's not a bad song at all. It's like an electro dance pop kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it work, works really well. And it's, it's cut. It's all cut together really fantastically and it uh yeah great needle drop moment
1: yeah yeah good um i, I like that movie too it's um mm-hmm. i i recommend that movie i think with an asterisk for people because it's a movie that's about i think yeah. it's about depression a lot of it. it's uh, oh, yeah. and it's about um uh, i think a, a woman who basically uh um processes or doesn't process her depression through sex and mm-hmm. so it's a um it's a it's a movie that has a lot of sex in it but it's all sad it's sad yeah. sex. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, but i really like the movie i like Pablo Pablo the rain uh all right for next for me i'm going with uh this is a, a huge hit this song uh the movie was uh, i don't know how many people uh, saw it it was a uh, an amazon prime original but the movie is julia hart's i'm your woman and the song is aretha franklin's you make me feel like a natural woman um and yeah it's a it's a great song, but uh, uh, I just love the way that she gets it into the movie, which is uh, uh, people who don't know the the premise of the movie. uh, Rachel Brosnahan plays a a woman whose husband is a career criminal. Um, He, something happens to him. She doesn't know one of his associates that she doesn't know is like, you need to, get out of the house and you and your baby need to be in hiding because people are coming uh, for you. So she's uh, kind of resentful of this, but there's a moment where she's sort of warming up to this guy who's now her, I guess, bodyguard or caretaker or, or whatever. And they're talking about the the baby and she um, talks about what she sings to the baby to get him to go to sleep. And she sings, you make me feel like a natural woman, but she like does the like, Oh, like the 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 opening part where the backup singers are like oh, she does it and it's like kind of like cute and you can kind of get why like a baby would find that soothing and so she's doing it in the diner at this diner di- the table at the diner um and they're like the ice is sort of melting between these the, these two you can see them becoming friends and then and as that's happening we go from rachel Brosnahan singing the song to the song actually coming in and the camera cuts to outside the diner and we see them through the, through the window is just a, uh, essentially a, a smiling and laughing couple of people. Uh, it's a really nice uh, moment in a, uh, a really great song. Obviously everyone knows that, that. song.
0: all right. Next up for me, I wish this were not as obvious as it is. Um, but again, I haven't, I didn't see that many movies this year. Um, and it's a movie I don't particularly care for, uh, but, uh, promising young woman has a few, a few needle drops. Yeah. Um, hoping we don't overlap here. We oh, think we okay. Might. Uh, think we might. I mean, this, this played heavily into the trailer as well, which is that, uh, that violin cover of toxic, uh, oh, okay. by Britney Spears. Um, I really, I you know, I'm not a fan of the of the original song, uh, but I really like I like how assaultive strings can be, Uh, like they can just. I mean, it's something that obviously like Bernard Herrmann understood uh, when he uh, did the score for Psycho, and here just the the violin is just so there's just such rage uh with the way the song is played on violin and uh and it really works for me even though again like i was already familiar with it because it plays heavily in, into the trailer uh but then when it shows up in the film uh it really it was really impactful because it comes at a pivotal moment in the story when our character has now is now going the next you know jumping several steps above what she has done before and uh and again i don't particularly like the movie that much but uh the use of this song and the way that it was that it was uh adapted i think really worked for me
1: uh yeah that's not i have a different one later from okay Promising Youngman.
2: sorry i i said boo a second ago i was not booing you tyler i was booing oh, the movie
0: oh no that's fine but, but yeah. i i assumed as much yes uh, i, I would boo I uh, myself all, for including the movie. <laughs> I'm. Uh, uh, I,
1: I, just, I I feel bad that no, we all three of us don't like. Uh, here we are, three privileged cishet white men uh, who hey, uh,
0: don't uh, like. It's <laughs> an episode. Yeah, uh, w- with <laughs> taste. I think that's the thing. I think you're leaving <laughs> out taste. That's the big thing.
1: Y'all forgot about taste. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Okay. Uh, Sean, yes.
2: Okay. Um, this has got to be on other people's lists. And I'm, I'm glad that I get first choice. So I'll go with Lover's Rock. I'm going to go with, I mean, there, there's, a few, there's a few big ones here. Um, but I'll go with Kunta Kinte Dub by The Revolutionaries. And uh, if you've seen the movie, this is the song that the DJ plays twice because the crowd is just vibing so hard and freaking out and loving it. Um, and that's how I felt. <laughs> My emotions watching that mirrored the crowd. Um, and it's just delightful. We'll, I'm assuming we'll talk about um, other songs later, but um, I've never seen – well, again, this is a, a, a literal needle drop. They're literally at a party. Right. Uh, there's a DJ playing music, but I, I've never, I've never seen something like that where, and maybe you guys can, can shed some light where a movie plays a song twice in a row, <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: and no, it's still,
2: it still, uh, it works and it's great. And uh, yeah, just the whole movie is such a joy. Hmm. You know, minus Absolutely. the, um, yeah, minus you know. That one part. <laughs> yes.
0: I haven't um, seen it yet. It is the last of the BP Best Picture nominees that I need to see. So, uh, yeah.
2: You really should. I would recommend... It's like... I would re- I'm would. sure you've heard this a million times, but I would recommend it to anyone.
1: Yeah. You know, it's that kind of movie. And it's only like 80 minutes, right? Yeah. Um, nice. On the shorter uh, side. Yeah. The uh, the Small X movies are full of, of, of great music. Mangrove has a bunch of Toots and the Maytels uh, yeah, songs in uh, yeah. it. I wanted uh,
2: to... I don't know if we'll do honorable mentions, but I I, I thought a lot about mangrove and with you know that came close to being on my yeah. list. there's a lot of good
1: stuff um well i'll continue the lovers rock thing next and i'll pick the obvious one which is silly games by Janet k and oh, yeah. cast <laughs> um, right. yes uh because um by the end of the song uh, uh, kind of it's kind of the opposite of uh, rachel brosnahan singing uh <laughs> you make me feel like a natural woman and going into the song the opposite happens in lovers rock uh silly games um uh, uh turns into uh an audience sing along where the the uh sound drops out and the only accompaniment is the shuffling of their feet on the dance floor um it's really really beautiful and it goes on for uh quite a while um that's not a complaint uh i also i don't know um i should have looked this up is is silly because lovers rock? I learned after I saw the movie is the name of a subgenre of like rock steady mm-hmm. music. Um, I'm guessing that silly games is a representative of lovers rock. Um, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's not uh, my, yeah. Um, Not my but-
2: genre of expertise, but yeah. I
1: but I know so. the lo- lovers rock is defined but it's mostly love songs mostly sung by women and mm-hmm. uh, in within the subgenre and that's certainly right. what Silly Games uh, uh is and yeah it's a it's a sublime moment uh in a movie full of them
2: Yeah since Tyler hasn't seen it I'll just quickly shout out kung fu fighting that's also right. great it's also oh, a great right. drop in that and now, you know, every song in the movie Tyler. All right. Great. <laughs> not,
1: not even it's all, it's just <laughs> all songs.
2: Uh, okay. So here's the, here's the
0: thing. Um, two of mine are from the same movie. Um, and so I'll just mention one of them now. Uh, but just know that the next one's going to be from the same movie. Cause I okay. my, my last one I'm holding off. Cause it's probably my favorite. Um so yeah from a, again a movie I don't care for which is birds of prey uh, there are a couple hmm. uh, the first one I will mention and I'll save the next one for later is Barracuda uh, by heart, which uh, takes place during a, a big uh, climactic fight in a, in a fun house you know there's there I, I don't love the movie but I do think some of the action sequences that one especially, very well done and you know uh being a uh, having lived in southern missouri and living and listening to the radio you become familiar with certain classic rock songs and barracuda was one of them and i i always enjoyed it and i feel like it's a really good it, it just has that uh that pacing that would be great for like someone driving fast, but also really good for like setting the pace for a, a fight. And I think it really, uh, it really works for me. And I think it's a, it's, you know, it's it, the, the song is very well known. So it's not like it's a deep cut or anything uh, in just the larger uh, American song catalog. But, uh, but I, again, it's a song that I recognize and I thought it, they used it very well. So Barracuda by heart. Do,
1: do you ever, uh yeah I, I i remember that moment but i also remember uh, sometimes a movie a song becomes associated with a movie already and then someone else uses it i'm like well no this is this is sure uh and so for some reason um i always remember that in uh the the mcg masterpiece charlie's angels there's a scene where uh lucy lou is like undercover as like a badass like business lady and she's like struts into this huge like office with a like a business suit and like high heels uh to barracuda and so to me that, that I, I i i can't count it because that song belongs to she, of all things the charlie charlie's angel movie uh, put
0: a stamp on it and lucky me yeah. i never saw charlie's angels so now when i go back and watch charlie's angels i'll be like no that belongs to birds of prey
1: <laughs> yeah i think we, we actually talked about this recently on the podcast that um um in Annihilation, Mm-hmm. uh the crosby stills and nash song is it helplessly hoping or hope hopelessly hoping? i can never i remember <laughs> which way which one it is uh is used multiple times it's kind of like in the flashbacks it's now the portman and Isaac, oscar isaac's like song essentially mm-hmm. so it comes up multiple times and i've heard it in like two different movies since then and it's just like yeah, what What are you trying to do yeah you're rejecting <laughs> yeah um uh, all right sean you're up next
2: sure um I'll go with uh, okay in the sound of metal. Sure. um, My pick is "This Love" by the Commodores. Mm -hmm. Um, The scene is uh, it's the I I don't know if I need to how much setup I need to do on these. So the 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 central couple of the movie it's the like the night after a gig, they're in their. Airstream or whatever. Um, the main character is Ahmed. He gets up. He makes the coffee. Yada yada. Um, eventually, he wakes up. His girlfriend. She's grumpy. Says, "Okay, it's dance time." He puts on the Commodore song. They get up and they dance around. Um, and again, it's a, it's similar to Lover's Rock. It's a very like joyful, fun moment um, in a movie that and you know, is not that uh, for the most part. Um, But one of the things I like about it is that it, it's just like a nice character moment. And it's also, I also appreciate that they're like, they're sort of a a band on the extreme end of things. I mean, we only see them play one song, but it's clear they're, um, they're, you know, a fairly extreme band, but they, you know, they get up and they dance around to uh, the Commodores. Yeah, just like you yeah. know, not all metalheads or punks or whatever are, you know, blasting a gizm uh, <laughs> And I only say that because he wears the shirt in half the movie. Um, the old Japanese hardcore band. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, it's just a great character moment, and it kind of illustrates they have a well. They have a little more of a well-rounded life than yeah. You know, that's yeah. a
1: great pick i wish i had thought of it but it's it's been i'm gonna say by about 36 hours it's been even longer since i've seen sound of metal than it has been since i've seen <laughs> emma because i also saw that at tiff um, but before emma um but yeah that's a great one i love that i was gonna if you didn't i was gonna call it that contrast between the music that they we just saw them playing the night before and the, yeah. the sort of uh, warm sweet uh, tones of the commodores mm-hmm. um uh, all right i'll go uh, with the the um, the other one that I was going to pick uh, from "Promising Young Woman" again, a movie that neither of us really, none, none of us really liked, but has music uh, throughout it. And I'm not—I was tempted to pick the Paris Hilton song, um, but I decided to go with uh, uh, a song that, unlike what we've been doing, I don't think I can describe what's going on on, se- uh, on screen because it's like right. the very end of the movie, and I yeah. don't want to say. But, I, I uh,
0: almost said this one. Yes. Yeah,
1: I have always loved um, uh, "Angel of the Morning" by. Uh, juice newton and that um that sort of climactic montage um set to to that song is a uh a a great use of that song and and like i said as i said on a recent episode like most of my problems i can't remember if this is a recent what what episode this was might have been a patreon or something but um most of my problems with Promising Young Woman, Young Woman come down to the, the screenplay. I actually think yeah. there's there's plenty of good filmmaking uh, on on display in, in Promising Young Woman. And uh, uh, this montage um, set to uh, that song, given what we're seeing, is a, a, a powerful bit of filmmaking.
0: Yeah, and it's not a song you would necessarily associate with the tone the, I'm not even going to say what the tone is that, uh, with the tone of, of that scene, but somehow the, the use of it, it, it like, it's like, hell yeah. And I won't say again, what the tone is, but, uh, no, I absolutely agree with you in, in regards to the film. I feel like, uh, Emerald, uh, is it Fennel or Fennel? I don't remember how you say it, but, um, Segway, I don't recall exactly, but, uh, <laughs> I've only ever seen it spelled out, but the, I I feel like, yeah, that script definitely feels like maybe like a a first time script, maybe multiple drafts, but it feels like a first time script. But as a director, I think she makes some really great choices enough that I'm excited to see her second film. Uh, The problem is that like, she's at this point, like favored to win the Oscar for screenplay. It's like, no, 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 no. This is the worst thing that's going to happen to her. Uh, She, she needs to lose that but then keep making movies. Anyway, that sounds weird, but uh, you know. Okay.
1: Wait, did you um uh never mind. Um her, she was her name came up uh like as often always happens like so these days someone makes like a a movie that's a big hit on the festival circuit turns into like a mainstream crossover and then the first thing that happens is they get swept Super. up by Marvel or something. Sure. Um uh, so it was some like superhero thing that, that uh she was apparently in talks mm. with, which is uh a bummer.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. She has enough of us. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Like whatever sense of style she has, there'll be maybe 12% of it on display in the film that she makes. Uh, Okay. So next up, speaking of superhero movies, this is the other birds of prey uh, uh, needle drop. And it is a song that I absolutely adore, which is black Betty by Ram jam. I feel like such. Uh, you know, every once in a while, like w- people sometimes people uh, will describe me as being from Missouri, even though I only lived there for three years uh, mm-hmm. from 16 to 19. And I'm usually very quick to correct them uh, because I'm an elitist and I don't want people to think that I'm from Southern Missouri. Uh, but every once in a while, like anytime Black Betty plays and I'm just like, all right, like I, I like <laughs> cheer up in that moment. It's like there's the Southern Missouri. Like it was only three years, but it was a formative three years. And so uh, this plays. When, uh, Harley Quinn is, uh, going through the, the police department shooting like beanbags into people ah, and yeah. it's Colorful a really bags. Was that? Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, like glitter it's, it's a, glitter bags or whatever. It's a really great sequence for a few reasons. One is that I don't particularly respond to the character of Harley Quinn in this movie. Like, I don't like the movie suicide squad, but I think she, her character really comes through. Whereas in this, like, I I don't know, I never really felt like she was a fully developed character, but that sequence and her choice to shoot colorful glitter beanbags at people uh, while this song is playing and just the, the joy, but also her being very serious, but not so serious that she's going to shoot actual bullets. Like, I feel like that tells us so that whole sequence tells us more about her character and who she is than any bit of dialogue or, or something like that. And uh, and yeah, I'm uh, and incidentally. This, this song is one that I tend to associate with, with blow. blow. Yeah.
1: That's what I was um, going to say. Can, can you guess what my, oh, my, of course. my Charlie's angels is it's Johnny that walking through the airport, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and it's yeah.
0: well used in, in that, uh, as well. Thankfully I, I like the song enough that I won't, uh, that I don't, I don't, uh, inextricably, uh, uh, associated with that movie, which I think is fairly mediocre. Um, but uh, but I think it's used very well uh, in in that sequence. And it's entirely possible that I like the sequence more because the song is in it. Um, but uh, also, incidentally, I saw maybe you you guys have seen it as well. Uh, I, I laughed out loud. I always laugh out loud when I see this meme where oh, yeah. uh, s- somebody took four different images uh, and put them together. And, and it just says, whoa, Black Betty. And the first image I have it pulled up here. Oh, okay. is, Let's say it's a, there's Bramble Jam Bramble Jam. Rambutan, Rambutans. <laughs> Pamba Lam. Uh, a, a woman named Pamba Lam. And then the last one is Panda Lamps. And and I laugh so hard. Yeah. And uh yeah, so, so now th- I'll so say me. that is now associated with the song. And so now I'll laugh out loud when I hear it. But anyway, so that's that's my fourth
2: one.
1: All right. Sean, what's well, your uh, final pick?
2: Those are two good picks. Both of those both of your last two picks, the Birds of Prey ones, have kind of like a swagger to them. Sure. Uh, which I think is what the movie is going for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I liked it a little more than you did. Sounds oh, yeah,
1: like I liked it. it a lot. Yeah.
2: But yeah. Uh, okay, my next pick. Uh, I'm... Uh...
1: I like how every time you're like, I see you're. Are you? How many computer screens are you looking at? I feel like you're like. This is like Draft Day. You're like Kevin Costner in Draft Day.
0: Yeah. Are you like a futuristic <laughs> hacker? What's going on here?
2: <laughs> uh, hey, I'm an IT guy, so you know. Oh yeah. I got all kinds of tabs. Uh, all right. Can I? I'm kind of gonna. This is a little bit of a cheat. So that's fun. No, I love it. Shout it. Shout it. Bring me, it up. Whatever, if you want to do. Uh, i'm going to go with the nest, um featuring Jude Law and Carrie Coon, the gods
1: okay uh, well, when you earlier you said i don 't know if we 're going to do honorable mentions. Oh. this is the first place on my mind went for honorable mentions, so this is fun
2: okay, so the reason it's a cheat is it's kind of two songs so um at kind of the climactic point of the film uh, essentially uh, Carrie Coon leaves a dinner, goes off um walks into a random bar, hey, another drinking song. <laughs> yeah, right. um, she goes into a random bar, she gets a drink um, and Small Town Boy by Bronski Beat is playing. Um, don't know if you're familiar with that. Um, and that's a, that's a great needle drop as is, but the, the actual great part is it cuts from that to um, Don't Leave Me This Way by Thelma Houston And she's like on the dance floor, uh, cutting loose, kind of, I don't know, uh, exercising some things. And uh, (laughs) yeah, I say it's a cheat. I mean, it's really the Thelma Houston song, but I think especially the cut uh, between the two songs uh, adds to the the effectiveness of those. David looks a little unimpressed. (laughs)
1: No, no, I, I'm I'm not unimpressed. I'm uh, down on myself that I didn't didn't think of. Huh. of, of I, th- I feel like this is why you're the guest for because you're better at this than than, <laughs> than, than, than we are. Because uh, I was just gonna pick all the songs that the daughter plays in her bedroom, which is like, sure. I, like I have Thompson those. Twins and, uh, and the, uh, cure. Uh, the Cure, uh, the Cure, yeah, yeah, uh, right. psychedelic furs, yeah. Um, uh, all right, so uh, my final one. Speaking of that era of 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 music i'm going with uh maybe a divisive use of a song mm-hmm. a, a goofy use of a song but um everybody wants to rule the world But tears or fears in tesla
2: in which hold on maybe uh, you're about to explain i haven't seen the movie but is this not like a karaoke thing
1: yeah, I mean, it's it takes place sort of out of time because obviously the movie takes place during Nikola Tesla's life, which was before this song existed. But mm-hmm. there is a sort of like random scene that's out of t- the rest of the time of the movie of essentially Ethan Hawke as Nikola Tesla doing <laughs> doing. Everybody wants to rule the world as karaoke. Yes. Um, oh. So yeah, I don't know if that even counts as a needle drop. If it's not, it's just the music. It's not. Uh, we're not getting the Fear uh, uh, singers. What's his name? Uh, his voice. Um, uh, it's even we'll it Hawke's voice, but, uh, um, I, I love it. I'm a big, um, uh, fan of, uh, director Michael Almoreta. I know he's, he's divisive. This scene is divisive. This movie is divisive, but, um, I couldn't ignore, uh, uh because there's not, you know, there's, I mean, you mentioned, uh, um, lovers rock, but it's rare in a movie for just a full song to just play. And that's like, that's what's happening for that you know four mm-hmm. minutes and 40 seconds or whatever no that's kidding. what's going on um, yeah. and uh, uh, I like I, I like uh, the uh, it's kind of a flex to uh, to just drop this completely nonsensical uh, um, anachronistic uh, scene um, that's just begging to be mocked and yet I love it
0: uh, okay so my last one is and the last one in the last one of the episode I don't <laughs> Uh, you know what I, I'll say. Uh, I did. I definitely enjoyed this, and I would not be opposed to doing it next year. Um, All right. And uh, my last, there are there are multiple uh, great needle drop moments in Spike Lee's *To Five Bloods*, um, but my favorite is the song "Gotta Give It Up" by Marvin Gaye. When the four guys have assembled, they haven't started on their their mission yet. They're just celebrating their friendship and they're celebrating being together again and they're they're dancing to this song in a bar and you just see all four actors just just giving it their all and and we know we we go on to know and we have a sense of it before this that some of these characters are a little are a little broken and yet they are still they still have a a real love for one another, and in this moment, like the the tragedy that's going to happen in the story, the brokenness and trauma that has led up to this moment, none of that is is in play. It's just this wonderful celebration of friendship. And I do feel like, just in general, there are certain I feel like when Spike Lee is is working, and this by the way, this movie doesn't always work for me, but like he just put he just whether it be rage or joy, like when he's decided to just portray raw emotion on the screen and just have an active camera and, and he's just doing whatever feels right in that moment. Uh, like there's nobody better. And this moment feels so like I get emotional when I see it, I get emotional when I talk about it because, you know, we've all had the, uh, presumably like we've all had those moments where we're reunited with old friends. Maybe it's been a a couple years, maybe it's been 10 or 12, you know, 10 or 15 years, whatever. Uh, And it's, and we're just, everything is exactly like it was. And, and it just, everything just feels right. And in that moment, it's a great song in general and they use Marvin Gaye, he uses Marvin Gaye in a couple uh, sequences. Uh, But this moment, because I pair it so much with the filmmaking and you know, some of the some of the Marvin Gaye songs are used at a at a in moments of sadness and that and they're used very well. Um, but to me, this one, this whole sequence and the use of this song really uh, conveys like it's it's these characters just just feeling happiness and togetherness. And it's maybe the happiest they've been in a very long time and everything feel all feels right with the world. Uh, And so I love the song in general. I like Marvin Gaye in general. Um, But yeah, this might be a situation where when I hear this song or if this song is used in another movie, it might belong to this sequence for me because it's used so well.
1: Well, you mentioned friends getting back together. I think that's how we all feel about Sean being back on the podcast uh, after over a decade. Um, <laughs> and I also I agree with you, Tyler. This was a lot of fun, and I'm really glad. Uh, I really think we should add it to the the annual rotation. Yeah, um, unless Sean uh, turns out he had a miserable time. <laughs> sure.
2: Nope. Love you.
0: Always hard to tell with Sean. <laughs> Not exactly an open book. <laughs> is he about is he about to give me a hunger or stab me in the in the chest who knows
2: Mm.
0: i'm joking sean (laughs) you're my best friend in the world yes
2: Uh, i I had a great time i love music and i love talking about it and i love talking about it in the movies
1: uh did you have any other uh i i blew my honorable mention talking uh, mentions talking about the nest Did, did you have any others
2: um no, I did want to mention the Five Bloods because uh, that that takes a lot. Uh, uh, we touched on it a little, I think, but it takes a lot to use songs that are so iconic mm-hmm. in an effective way. And I think you know Spike Lee is one of those guys that when he's when he's on his game, he can mm-hmm. he can pull that off. Yeah, um, and then. Uh, it's, I think it's a divisive movie or I've seen a lot of mixed reaction, but I did like, um, kajillionaire, the Mr. Lonely drop, right, right at the credits, uh, or right at the very last seconds of the movie. Huh. Um, it's, it's sort of a romantic moment. I don't want to spoil yeah,
1: it. I like that movie too. I don't, I, that moment is not, uh, coming directly to mind or at least the use of that song, but, um, uh, yeah, yeah was that was it. Well, thanks, uh, for being here and doing this and this kicks off our, uh, year end coverage. Sorry. Here we go. John, did I cut you off?
2: (laughs) No, I just said, thanks for having me. Uh, had a, had a good time.
1: Uh, well, real quick, you can find us at battleship Uh, I didn't
0: review anything this week. I'm taking, uh, I reviewed Zack Snyder's justice league and it felt good to be writing again.
1: Yes. Zack Snyder's justice league. Um, you can find that review at Battleship Pretension.com. You can email us at David at Battleship Pretension.com or Tyler at com. You can follow me, David, on Twitter at DavyPretention. You can follow Tyler on Twitter at TylerPretention.
0: Tyler, do you have anything else to plug besides your review of Justice League? Uh over at More Than One Lesson, there is finally a, a new episode uh in which I talk about Sound of Metal, comparing it, uh well, not really comparing it, but the companion film is uh, John Sayles Passion Fish.
1: And Sean, do you uh Uh, do you want people to, where, where can people find you if you want them
2: to? Um, nowhere. (laughs) Um, maybe on letterboxd. uh, Oh yeah. Letterboxd, uh, is, uh, shit. (laughs) I forget my username. I'm sorry.
1: Well, I think it's okay. I don't know if we can say, uh, mind. Hmm.
2: Oh, it's jouster. Okay. My old yes, my old online name. Oh, yeah. on Letterbox. Yeah,
1: this is the Yeah, sec- This will be the second week in a row that a special thing has come up because Wayne yeah. Fetterman brought oh, up a Wayne special Fetterman thing. Loves uh, a special thing. Yeah, he, he he brought it up last week, uh, and so yeah. Uh, Can I, I actually do have something AST to plug? Username.
2: Oh, please. Which I've uh, I've never done. Uh, I have a band called Spectre Exits, that's Specter Exits. That's S P E C T E R, E X I T S. We have an EP on Bandcamp. Uh, so give it a try. Is Which, it good? I don't even have to buy it. It.
1: It. It, is, it is good. What's the name of it? Is it self titled?
2: No, it's called We Have No Enemies.
1: We Have No Enemies. Uh, yeah, check that out. It's probably even better than okay. the letter bombs.
0: I'm looking at it right now. I'm so excited. Whoa, it's a nice, uh, uh, yeah, nice yeah, design good. for the cover, by the way.
2: Thank you. That's my uh, lovely partner, uh, who I won't name here.
0: Good, that's a good call but
1: who just had a birthday happy birthday lovely partner indeed (laughs) thank you Uh, all right well uh thanks again for being here sean
0: thank you again yeah
1: thank you at home for listening
0: we'll get you next time bye bye